What is up, everybody? It's Friday. You know what that means? We are back with another edition of Curveballs and Chair Shots. My name is Brandy Tanguma. Alongside me is my lovely and esteemed co-host, Dominic Hobson. Dominic, happy belated Thanksgiving. Happy early Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you may celebrate. You know, we, we celebrate we we celebrate the Jewish community around here, unlike some people. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. That's going to be... Uh... Dude, this chair is extra squeaky. God, no, I didn't change it out. You're in a different chair. I mean, I'm in a different chair. We're doing this a little earlier, so I got my gaming chair because yeah. mother's still working. So I'm sitting on the Hell in a Cell chair. I'm, you know, sitting on the fiend's face right now. You know, la- the last time we did a podcast, I was up in the uh, one of the OG San Lorenzo chairs that my dad brought up when we first moved up, and now I'm in this triangle little kickback kind of not very good support on the back kind of chair. And uh, every time I move, it squeaks and makes sounds and stuff. So, you know, you're going to hear a lot of that if you can even hear it. So so if you hear any noise in the background, this time it's not any barking spiders. It's actually a chair. Exactly, exactly. But there but, may be uh, some barking spiders thrown inside just because Dominic can blame it on the chair. Exactly. So Dominic, how was your week? Two weeks day since well, we last talked because you know we well, don't talk to we since you you moved out of the state we don't talk to each other outside of these two hours we do the podcast anymore yeah i know i wonder why maybe because somebody's too busy doing other podcasts and stuff like that hmm. oh. since I, I guess it's not going to happen anymore there was a, a glimmer that maybe points the door because we're going to come back for a, a quick reunion but uh, i guess that just never happened so uh well i would have vetoed it matt i, I would have I would have made such a big stink about I, that. I, I would have I would have made it strictly on the other feed. It would not have been on the curveballs and chair shots feed. But still, but it's kind of like, you know, you're mine and you're and you're mine and I'm yours. So would you really want to cheat on me like that, Brandon? Huh? I thought we were in a polyamorous relationship. Not anymore, motherfucker. You're mine. No. That ass be mine. Okay. But anyways, Dominic, how was your Thanksgiving, your week. Apparently, you know, um, I, I we follow you on Instagram. We talking about curveballs and chair shots because I don't use my personal Instagram anymore. But it's been real cold up there in the valley because that's been. all you that's all you post. Uh, you and the studio audience is all you guys post on your stories now. It's just screenshots of Spokane Valley weather reports. Well, yeah, because you know, it was. Is that a cookie? I, I you take your, your cookie. I nibbled your cookie, baby. Hey, it's too early for that, Dominic. It's not too early for that. A little early night, late afternoon delight. Hi. You, <laughs> so you do. don't have to get up close to the microphone. You can do it from. Holy. Nice. Mary says hi, everyone. Studio audience says hi, everyone. Okay, Fabe. Anything else I can help you before I go back to telling them how our week was? She took the cookie back, son of a bitch. Damn. You know, it's her cookie. She can do whatever she wants, right, Dominic? Let the woman control her cookie. But if I want the cookie, I should just take it, right? You should probably ask for permission first. I don't need permission before taking a cookie, okay, goddammit? I am a 28-year-old white male well because because you guys are engaged that cookie is yours apparently you don't have to exactly. ask for any permission exactly i'm gonna marry her so the cookie's mine I take it whenever i want have it whenever i want i can put any toppings i want on it i can make a cream filled cookie if i wanted to <laughs> but then what happens if like a little cookie come like there's like a little cookie comes out 
a little bit later. And then, so, so you're saying there's a possibility if I put cream inside a cookie, another cookie will come out of that cookie? Maybe. Dominic, can we just talk about your Thanksgiving? You're the one that started talking about making these cookie references. Um, you know, it was it was it was okay. You know, I did a, you know, we didn't do a traditional Thanksgiving. We did a uh I smoked a, a Washington for, Thanksgiving. Yes, kinda. Um, I smoked a brisket for about you six went outside and, and hunted down a boar and had that. Haven't seen any boars, but I've seen a shit ton of turkeys, um, seen some quail, seen some deers, uh queers. Bald eagle, of course. Actually, did see some queers. Um, God bless America. Uh, some hawks, stuff like that. But <laughs> anyways, you know, I uh, smoked his brisket for like six and a half, seven hours, and it was the flavor was phenomenal. But I didn't. I took, uh, you know, I kind of, kind of did some research, and I kind of did not trim any fat off. So it was super juicy, moist, flavorful, delicious but it was just really fatty. So it was so. like the first time you smoked something and I had it at your house and it was just nothing but fat. No, that was the ribs though. I mean, it's still the same concept. Nah, different cut of meat, but same concept. You didn't trim it. Well, there were beef ribs. If I would have trimmed, there was no meat on the bone. That's why I didn't want to so get you, the beef so you ribs. Just, but the so studio you audience just... doesn't eat pork. So I had to use beef ribs. Why didn't she eat pork? She doesn't eat pork. So no pork, no fish. Strictly beef and chicken. My life is terrible, I know. I didn't say that. Send help, please. Um, but no, the brisket was fairly good. Um, had uh, like a chocolate spice cakes for dessert, smashed potatoes. Uh, With uh, or without some... gravy, because apparently Dominic only has gravy occasionally with mashed potatoes. No gravy. You're you're because we didn't person. we didn't have turkey. So why do I want mashed potatoes, gravy, and brisket? You're an insane person by not having just going straight fucking mashed potatoes. I I I, I beg to differ. I I'm I'm insulted that you call me psycho if if that that be the case. But that, that, that that's we'll save that for next Thanksgiving. Okay, maybe you'll be here for next Thanksgiving. Maybe we do a friendsgiving. Maybe we do a friendsgiving. Yeah, who are the friends? Just you mean studio audience? I guess. Because you know, frenemy no isn't gonna to be... frenemy isn't gonna show up. Yeah, you know, I thought uh thought things were gonna be different, you know. I thought I thought our first of all, I thought our Fortnite foursome was gonna be stronger than ever. And it's not. Strong it's weaker than ever. It's definitely the weakest it's ever been. By the way, Dominic, the fact that you text texted at six o'clock on a Thursday. You should have expected that response. Yeah, I'm a little hurt that you couldn't even just. Well, it was play also ball. it was also the fact that I was making dinner. And I didn't see it until like 40 minutes later. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna not say anything because yeah, if just I do say something, me. if I do say something, then it's gonna be like, oof. So I'm just gonna it's gonna ignore this. But you know, at least at least I admit that I ignored it. I saw so, it forty minutes late. So you ghosted me. I mean, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna play anyways. But yeah, I know. Don't yeah, worry. Maybe we play tonight. Me on red. Or we play tomorrow. Well, I can't because you know I don't have those settings because I'm. I don't want to leave people on red. Mm. You just don't know oh, if okay. I never read it or not. Psychological mind games. 
you know, studio on and said, oh, he's doing the other podcast. You just, you know, just ask only Brandon because, you know, Tyler's not going to play. And I'm like, oh, I already sent the good to the group chat. And then, you know, Tyler doesn't even want to talk to us. Does Tyler even talk to you besides football? Does he talk to you at all? Uh, we haven't talked individually that much. Usually mm-hmm. it's in the group with Josh and him. But usually that's just strictly like gambling and sports stuff. What's going on, Tyler? How come how come you're ghosting us? We we need to know what's going on in your personal life. And yeah. to play Call of Duty and you know, play Warzone. Yeah, we have, what, we've only, we I, play, we I played I played one game of Warzone and I was drunk, so that shouldn't even count. I'm sad. I need to I, I need to get on Warzone. I need to buy the Neymar package so I can play as Neymar and look so cool. Fortunately, they don't have a Cristiano Ronaldo package, but the only way there would be one is if Saudi Arabia gets involved in because my boy Ronaldo's taking blood bunny now. Hate to see it, but well, um I'm just gonna just gonna long, hold the microphone. As long as he brings wanna... a World Cup home, it's okay. And I finally, you know, maybe after all these years, I finally get another tattoo, but I get a star on top of my my other tattoo. Anyways, but uh, you know, it was it was fun, you know, and it snowed a bunch to the point where I didn't work on Wednesday because you know mm-hmm. it's too much snow. Studio studio audience and I played, you know, threw some snowballs at each other in the backyard, pushed her in the dirt into the snow. Any uh snowballs to the groin? No, I have nobody here to do that. Mm. I am wearing the uh, the long johns that that we wore during that Salt or Salt Lake City, the uh, <laughs> Lake Tahoe episode, and I still have that picture just on my desktop for whatever reason. I just have it just on the desktop, so I can click on it every now and then. I'm clicking on it right now. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful photo of me wearing some leggings and Dominic's shorts just pulled up to his fucking titty. <laughs> Whoever did that was a dick back in the day. Oh, still is, huh? Then. Uh, Got Alice Cooper just chilling in the background at the Hard Rock Hotel. Great time. Great time. I had, I had some, some nice hair. My hair was kind of long back then. Shout out. Yeah, kind of long, but. Kind of long. Hairline was looking. Hair long, hairline looking kind of strong. How's the, hair, how, how's the uh, hairline now? It's going great. Look. Look at that strong hairline. Oof. 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 Needs to be, uh, needs to be cut. Oh, just. <laughs> Wait, is that him right there, Mary? Oh shit! Damn, look at how bald I am, skin bald. Jeez. Yeah, who's Mary? <laughs> Anyways, Mary Magdalene. How's uh? Because you you said something about during the the winter time you're not gonna be working. When is when does that happen? Well, or is that even on the is that on the table? Like, how does that it's work? Kind of on the table. If I want to get laid off, they'll they'll lay me off. They said, but if they if I want to work, they'll put me to work as much as they can. Which you gonna move to doing. Texas? Because isn't they say you no. can move to Texas or something? No, not not at the moment. Ah, oh, damn. But uh, you know, step stepped on a nail. I was out for a couple days. We we talked about that. We talked oh, about we did. Oh. Talk about your nail. Can, can you give us give us an update on the foot? Uh, hundred percent. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Got my no, infect- no infections, no, no, no swelling, no, no, no. no. Okay. Vagina is all clear to go. Yeah. We love to see that. But uh, anyways, but yeah, that that was basically just been it's been work. It's been go to work, come home, either cook dinner or eat dinner, and then try to spend some quality time with the studio audience. And then I pretty much get lost on my phone and then go to sleep. So, but, that's nice. 
that's enough about me, Brandon. How have you been? Oh, you know, I've been been okay, not doing too much. Uh, let's see, Thanksgiving, went to my aunt's, uh, went four and one in gambling. It was a great day. Shout out the New York Giants, you know, slipping in through the back door. Then Friday, went to my stepmom, future possible maybe stepmom's house, all the way in Fresno. Great drive. Just absolutely love doing that. And got a little drunk, had some, you know, it was a Henny Friday. Shout out the Yak. And, uh, Food was more out of the box than my uh, my aunt's food was, but it was you know still cool. And then what do we do? I forget. I haven't really done stuff. I do have an update. No Pac twelve. I think I talked about that already. I did do, but I had a job interview yesterday for Baller TV. Shout out! I would be a production crew member, whatever the fuck it's called, and basically it's like a part time contract job to where I would. Go to uh, shout out uh, Oreo and studio audience or mascot studio audience kayfabe that um, I would go to like basketball or volleyball tournaments and I just like set up a tripod and a phone and shit and I just and they live stream it. So and I just got an update. I got an email an hour ago, but I just checked it before the podcast. Unfortunately, I will not be a sexy librarian. Damn, that's... I know. That was the one thing I was hoping for because I wanted to see you in that sexy librarian outfit. I know. I, I got these blue light glasses. I am yeah. all ready to go. I can I've been watching a lot of library videos on the internet. Get me ready for it. But unfortunately, a bachelor's degree in journalism isn't good enough to be a Alameda County librarian, apparently. You know what that means? what i don't know but you know you should you should maybe like set a goal for yourself and be like you look if i don't get a job with my degree by this time just go start applying anywhere and everywhere because you know you don't want to be 29 and jobless speaking of the job hunt, how studio audience is she how is she on a job hunt how's she going she has a couple applications in and uh mm-hmm. you know she's taking it day by day you know she's she's Living the dream. Living the dream. I, I bet she is. I bet she is. But uh, I guess that's it for small talk. That wasn't so small. Unless there's anything else you like to get off your chest, Dominic. Sorry, she was talking. I didn't hear you. What? Is there anything you like to get off your chest before we go to our organized portion of the show? Get off my chest. Let's see. Uh, mm. Oh, uh, do we have a teabagging with uh, Adriana segment? No, 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 no. teabagging today. No. No more teabagging. That segment is canceled. Why? What happened? No reason. Just canceled. Hmm. Over before it even started. Well, it's because, you know, one, the last time we were trying to do it, when she eventually sent it to me, she said that, don't say anything. Don't say it's for me. So I'm like, I can't really, I don't, that's some like gossip she had anyways. I don't want to know anything about her fucking fifth graders that she worked with now or whatever. It's fucking stupid. Fucking kids. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids them kids um but no i don't uh you know i'm just i'm happy to be back brandon happy that you're back dominic happy that we're all back haven't seen each other for a while gang's all here i know <laughs> but anyways anyways didn't think we were going to talk any baseball this week because not a lot of stuff happened 
um, some, you know, minor steps and minor moves and things like that. But uh, we don't care about that. We got the USA World uh, Baseball Classic roster kind of coming together. We're going to fucking destroy that just like we're going to destroy the World Cup. But right before we hit record, the biggest news thus far of the season, of the offseason, is Jacob deGrom has signed with the team. I think we talked about this couple weeks ago because it was rumored to be his favorite and he did it he signs with the texas rangers five years 185 million dollars they have like a billion dollars or whatever locked into jacob Degrom, marcus simeon and Corey seager that didn't exactly work out last year dominic now that they have a front end horse that gets hurt kind of too much but when he's healthy he's fucking amazing how does this uh affect the Texas Rangers going forward. Are are they, is this the piece they needed? Are they I'm world series s- champions now? I'm not going to say it's the piece they needed, but I mean, it's a very helpful piece, but you, you kind of said it. If he's healthy, he's a monster, but at the second, but he's been kind of injury prone the last few seasons. So it it's kind of, you know, it, 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 I think it's a risky, risky move. But I don't see anything changing for the Rangers. I think the Rangers, you have they have to beat Houston first off. An up and coming Seattle Man- Mariners. And of course, those red hot, red hot A's, baby. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. Of course. You know, gotta show some respect to the A's because they're they're gonna be fighting. Um, but I'm I'm kind of in the same track with you. Like, obviously, Jacob DeGrom's a fantastic player when he is playing. The issue is just how many starts can you get out of him? And I mean, he can go right back to where he was with the with the Mets before before this year to where they were a playoff team and, you know, a World Series contender to where he can still pitch and do fantastic and be a Cy Young contender or winner. But he doesn't get any run support. And then when he's not pitching, the team behind him just kind of falls apart. So uh and five years is a lot. Um, he's kind of like sneaky old too. He's like in his early thirties. So this is going to run well past 35, I believe. So it got a little bit of a head scratcher, but it almost was kind of like a move if that they got to get done because that rotation, just kind of their pitching staff in general has been an issue. So kind of locking up Jacob program, knowing he's the guy going forward is good for them, but they're still not a complete team. They need some more, Maybe not mainstay pieces like a Degrom, Seeger, and Simeon, but they they need to bolster the their supporting staff. And we're still early, second December, still plenty of time. But Astros are still going to be the Houston Astros. The Mariners are a question mark to see if they are legit and can maybe take that next step to win the division. I mean, last year Shohei probably with the Angels. I don't know what's going to happen with that. And then the A's with the A's. Mike Trout's going to retire. Mike Trout may retire. Who knows? I mean, he wins the World Baseball Classic, and he just was like, man, I finally won something. Peace out, guys, right before the season it's, starts. Exactly. He, he Andrew Lux, the uh, the Anaheim Angels, which would be amazing. Yes. And, uh, the A's, Sean Murphy. I would hate to hate for this to happen, but wouldn't be shocked if he gets traded because we have just so many pit, uh, catching prospects. We're not exactly going anywhere. So keep an eye out for that. Shout out they the, got, uh, they the got new... rid of everybody last season when we talked about. Thinking he's like Murphy. he's like the last kind of attached to that playoff core, but uh, yeah, uh, nothing else in baseball really. 
Jesse Winker got traded to Aaron Judge is about to go to the Giants. Yeah, Aaron Judge. I saw updated uh, betting lines that now it's the Giants who are favorites, kind of not big, big favorites, but at a negative money over the Yankees. And I think it has kind of become a two horse race between the Yankees and the Giants. Do you think first off, Dominic, where do you lean and where he goes? And also, do you think this is going to be something that happens before Christmas or after the new year? I think before Christmas or right on Christmas, it's like Merry Christmas Giants fans. You got Aaron judge, but um, as my God, as a former, as a recovering Giants fan, as a recovering, I'm, I'm a former fan now. All right, motherfucker. I think you're, you know what, Dominic, you're always, you're, you're a former fan, but you're always in recovery. No, you can always relapse when, if you're battling, you know, addiction, sobriety, you can't just say it's in the past. You're it's a day by day battle. It's not fair. Anyways, as a recovering Giants fan, it's one and the same. You can be a former. It's whatever. Um, Anyways, Dominic, I would not want Judge. Don't get me wrong. Uh, great player, good bat, good feeling. But it, I just feel like what he's gonna bring you can get a prospect and kind of groom them and, you know, kind of just, they, they had, they had a decent team last year. So Man, was, I mean, they, they fell off after that miraculous season, which is kind of, I think that, that last season in, or this season, whatever you want to call it was more representational what they are than two years ago or last season. Well, but I'm just saying it's like they, 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 they can put shit together and not have to break the bank. But I mean, I also think, with the re-signing of Jock Peterson, they're tr- they're trying to put together, they're trying to spend money to try to keep keep up with like the Dodgers and stuff, which, and it's especially the Padres with the fucking amount of stars they have on their team, but they're trying to keep up, and I think it's going to hurt them in the long run. So I probably would not want to go after Judge, but that's just me. Yeah, it's I mean, especially like from Judge's case to where if you sign with the Yankees, I think the Yankees are like a World Series contender. But then the Giants, on the other hand, they're battling for like a wild card spot at the very most, just because I think the Padres and the Dodgers kind of have that division on lock. And I don't see the Giants kind of overtaking those two people or two teams, but it's home. Does Is that what Aaron Judge wants? Does he want to be home? Is he over the stupid Yankees fans and the, the New York media? We'll find out. But let's go to football. Week 13 is a well, it's already underway, and this is possibly the best slate we've had all season. So it's been worth the wait. Dominic, Mm -hmm. let's get into our week 13 preview, NFL preview, otherwise known as. Hang on, I gotta sip my no lie beer. Hang on, shout out, no free shout outs, (sighs) delicious. Dominic's peaks. Bum, bum. So Thursday night football was in the books. We had the Buffalo Bills beat the New England Patriots and uh, wasn't all that close. Patriots put up a little bit of a fight, but the Bills just kind of ran away with it while the uh, Patriots stalled out. Bills maybe sputtering these la- the last month and the uh, the Called Patriots a bounce back victory. That's what it is. Bounce back victory. Well, the the Patriots had a hell of a showing on Thanksgiving, just an offensive explosion, but then. Cannot translate that at home against the Bills. So, I mean, 
don't know if there's too much takeaway for it because the Bills are still a perennial favorite. While I think this squashes any hope that possibly the uh, the Patriots can be a bottom tier playoff team. I, but I, I don't know what to really make of the Patriots. Like they're like an average team, but I just don't know where you like what you have to address because like Mac Jones is kind of in that middle zone to where he's like okay, but he's not obviously elite. I mean, I think everybody knew that the second Tom Brady left New England, that team. And then now there's rumors that maybe Tom Brady's coming back, which is bullshit. wild. Bullshit. He goes back to New England, wins the Super Bowl, and retires? I don't think if you just, I mean, we're seeing what's going on with Tampa. I don't know if you could just add Tom Brady to that Patriots team that's automatically going to win the win the Super Bowl. I mean, you have to also face the Bills twice and the Dolphins twice. Now the Jets are coming along. That's a, a tough division to get out of, let alone win a Super Bowl. Yeah, but, you know, I bet you money, if he goes back to New England, Gronk comes back. Guaranteed. 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 But- he goes, oh, you're going to go back to New England? I'll go with you, bro. And then they go win another Super Bowl, and then they say, all right, we're done for done. Done, done for sure this time. Former 24-7 champion. Krowski. Uh, but let's get into the picks. We got the return of Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he's back. Later. He so, is okay. back, and uh, he's going back home. Going to take on the Houston Texans. Cleveland Browns, Houston I'm Texans. Browns are a seven-point favorite on the road. Dominic, what are you expecting from Deshaun Watson, a man who not only is coming off suspension, but hasn't played in like two years because of the contract disputes and everything happened with the Texans. So it's been a while since we've seen him, but when he was playing one of the best quarterbacks in the league, he is going to be terrible. He's going to fucking just be God awful. They're going to want Jacoby Brissett back. So with that being said, I'm going with the Houston Longhorn Texans. Ooh, just an outright victory. For the Houston Texans, because Dominic don't fuck around with spreads. He's just picking winners out here. And, That's all I do. Baby. You know that. And, you know this pick gives you great value. Unlike if it does hit. Unlike some people who might be on the internet commenting about Dominic's picks and saying that his picks hold no value because he just picks the money line. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. I never heard or seen any of those picks or comments. Of course not. Of course not. But because you know, because somebody who who does that, you know has to be a very small man if if not even a man probably a boy living Mm -hmm. in a man's world so yeah i don't know what to make of this game (laughs) because of deshaun watson and i mean you can just run all over the texan so he doesn't even need to really do much he just needs to hand it off to nick chubb and chubb can just have a monster game and just bleed clock and throw in some some uh, throws every now and then into Sean Watson doesn't he doesn't need to like win this game for the for the Browns but maybe his ego or the game plan is to try to get him some work because it's the Texans and they have a little bit of uh, room to work with that being said I hate this game I did pick up Deshaun Watson on fantasy I'm a terrible person I know I will not be starting him because I'm gonna see what it looks like first and I think as I said it's gonna be a huge Nick Chubb game Give me the Texans plus the seven. It's at home. They're feisty. I mean, they were feisty, but now I think they just suck. But uh, I like the under a lot. 46 and a half. I 
I think it's either the Browns blow them out and the Texans don't score or the Texans don't score, but they hold it close with the Browns. So I like the under more than anything, but I will take the Texans plus the seven. Um, Then we get a game that should have been a fantastic game 13 weeks ago, but not so much now as we got the Denver Broncos traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. The Ravens have a shot up. I think it was about seven and a half, but now it's up to nine and a half. Oof. Uh, Ravens coming oh, off a, a ch- another choke job. They are just like the Raiders, but the Raiders have been winning. Shout out the uh, the Ravens lost to the Jaguars last week. Can they uh, get the bounce back victory, Dominic? Uh, at minus four twenty. Shout out, blaze it. Can the Ravens beat the Denver Broncos or the Broncos? Go with the upset. Shut, shut your fucking mouth. Okay. Shut your fucking mouth. I'm gonna go with the Ravens. Because, oh no! I mean, realistically, it's easy to just say the Broncos suck. But Russell Wilson, I've said it when they fucking signed him with that monster contract, he was not fucking worth it. I think I've been right so far. So fuck Russell Wilson, fuck the Denver Broncos. Going to give it to the Las Vegas Ravens. Yes, or the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, I I don't like either of these teams. Betting wise, just because the Ravens can't hold a lead and the Broncos just fucking suck, but nine and a half is a lot of points. I this is disgusting. I hate it as well. But I'll I'll take the Broncos. I'll take the Broncos plus the nine and a half. I mean, I think as I I I don't know. I I I, le- I love a lot of other games on this slate. I just absolutely hate this game. Dominic, is there anything to make of the defensive player who yelled at Russ last week, and then also the fact that only half of the team showed up to his birthday party? Are the team turning on Russ? I mean, so I'm okay. I know I literally just said he's dog shit, but there's always so much you can put blame on him because if he doesn't, if he's getting set, which I, I honestly I think the games I've watched of his, it's not it's not like he's getting pressured. It's it's just he's not he's either not. He's over underthrowing, overthrowing, missing open targets. So yeah, I can see why defensive guys like bro fucking be better because you know he's probably working his ass off. And it's like I mean, before know. that Panther game, they were like the defense was the number one scoring defense in the league, while the Broncos are the worst scoring offense in the league. So it's like I just I just polar think opposites. That it's fucking grown adults being fucking children and being like, you you suck. I'm not going to your birthday party, me. And also when you're in the week 12 and a half of the NFL slate, I don't think you want to leave your house on an off day to go to a birthday party. Maybe on a bye week you would do it, but maybe not you know, during the week. And it was also, I think, Thanksgiving week as well. But any hoots, don't pollute. Then we get the Green Bay Packers going to Chicago to Soldier Field to take on the Bears. I believe Justin Fields will be playing as long as Aaron Rodgers isn't dead. I believe he will be playing with his bad thumb and busted up ribs and oblique or whatever the hell is going on with him. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a owner of the Bears, Dominic. Uh, they are favored three and a half. Will the ownage continue or ownage. will the Bears pull it off? Bears eat beats. Bears will not beat the Packers. Because Aaron Rodgers, yes, you said it, owns the, the Bears. Let's be honest. 
it's I, I still feel like the the Bears have been doing a lot better as of late. Justin Fields is kind of you know wait is Justin Fields playing? Uh, I do believe he's playing. I can I look he it up. Hurt. He is he is hurt, but I believe he um is gonna play this game. Okay. If he, I would say win uh, win or lose. If he plays or doesn't play, I think I still give the edge to the Packers. If he plays, there might be like a kind of a squeak out victory, but um, I think he's hurt. I think he's like a fucked up shoulder or something like that, right? Yes, if you follow Curveballs and Treasures on Instagram, we announced that he has a dislocated left shoulder. But according to Pro Football Talk, Justin Fields on track to start while Trevor Simeon at for the season. So he, he is on track, not a guarantee he will play, but. I think well, that's kind of also what the number entails at three and a half. I think they're implying Justin Fields is going to start. If he wasn't going to start, I know the Packers still suck, but the Bears are even worse. So this number without Justin Fields might go up to maybe, maybe not over a touchdown, but I think at least five and a half. And that, and that that's that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, I'm still going to pick the Packers no matter what. But if Justin plays, it's going to be a better game. If he doesn't, I think the Packers will run away with it. Yeah, I, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I mean, Aaron Rodgers just dog shit recently, and he had like the one good game uh, against the Cowboys. But I'm just going to stick to my guns and just say Justin Fields is playing. So give me the Bears plus a three and a half. Um, yeah, just kind of close your eyes and hope for the best in this one. Then we get a, a fun matchup to kind of subpar teams, but there can be a lot of scoring in this totals 51 on the dot as we got the Jacksonville Hagwires taking on the Detroit Lions in the Motor City. Jacksonville coming off the win against the Ravens. Detroit off the off the long uh, week loss against the uh, Bills on Thanksgiving. The Hagwires, I'm sorry, the Lions are a slight one point favorite. Um, so pretty close to a pick em on this one, Dominic. I'm going to go with that sexy song, bitch, Jared Goff. I think the Lions will get a dubski this Sunday. Okay, okay. I'm going to go with the Jaguars. Um, I think the Jags have been they've, – they've just kind of been there all season. They've lost some close games, won some close games as well, and uh, the – I don't know. I think both these teams are very similar to where they have a lot of playmakers. ETN looks like he is going to play. So, you know, just another asset to that team. So give me the Jags plus the point. But, you know, what? fuck it. I'll be a Dominic. Give me the money line. I know it doesn't really matter because it's practically the same number. But I will go with the Hag Wires. Shout out USC as Caleb Williams just fucking runs all over him. Scores, maybe scores a touchdown. Shout out Heisman. But. Now we got the uh, New York football Jets going to Minneapolis to take on the Vikings. Dominic, are the Jets legit? This is a short number compared to what I think some people would expect. Maybe the Vikings be a little bigger of a favorite inside a field goal. Dominic, are the Jets legit? Are they going to pull off the upset on the road against the second best team in the NFC, possibly the NFL? The Vikings? Legit? Too legit to quit? Hell fucking no. I think the Jets bless your soul. Um, I think the Jets are a good team. They're up and coming, but 
Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins. What's his name? Justin Jefferson. Just going to fucking molly whop a hoe. Jets, I believe, playing the Bills next week. The A-team is going to be covering that game for CBS. Um, I did see a conspiracy theory that the Jets are going to win this game because the NFL wants the Jets and Bills to be a big game. But fuck the conspiracy theories. It's all a work. It's not real. I'm with Dominic. Give me the Vikings. Minus a two and a half. Don't overthink it. I overthought it last night. I My heater came to an end last night as I overthought it. Took the took the Patriots instead of going with the Bills, which was my, my initial thinking. But, of course, I overthought it, and I lost. But anyways, give me the Vikings. Minus two and a half. They, uh, the defense does kind of scare me a little bit because of what we saw last week with Mac Jones just lighting them up while the Bills, who have a solid defense, but maybe not, you know, 49ers level, 85 Bears level defense just fucking destroyed them. And also the Jets destroyed them a couple weeks ago. So uh, the Vikings could run into a buzzsaw, but give me, give me, give me the Vikings. Give me the Vikings. Then we get the Pittsburgh Steelers take it on to Falcons. The also very close game as well. Uh, Steelers slight, slight favorites at a point while the Falcons slight underdogs at a point at home. Dominic uh, Steelers coming off a, a good win on Monday night. Falcons. What did the Falcons do? They lost the last second against the uh, commies last week. So I think I'm going to think I'm going to take the Falcons. I think the Falcons are. They're 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 sneaky good this season, whatever Marcus Mariota and that team is doing, doing good enough. So I think I'm going to take the Falcons on this one, Not, but the Steelers could run away with it. They they've just the Steelers to me are too hot, cold. They either fucking play balls out to the wall and they fucking just get you know go crazy or they suck so with that i'm going with the falcons i kind of see this game similar to the steelers colts game and i think the St- the steelers are getting better i mean offensively with kenny pickett and with tj watt um back in the lineup the defense is tightened up so i i kind of see it the same way you know steelers on the road falcons you know, when the offense is, is rolling, when they're getting that run game going, they can they can be a really good team. But uh, I, I'll i take the Steelers in, in this one. And I mean, this could easily be like a Steelers blowout or Falcons blowout either which way. But uh, give me the Steelers. Give me the uh, the black and yellow for the Dubsky on the road. Then we got the one of the, the fantastic games on slate. One of the best ones possible. Super Bowl matchup. Who knows? Tennessee Titans. Going to Philly to take on the Eagles. Eagles minus four and a half on this one. This is the AJ Brown revenge game. Dominic, big game for AJ Brown. Eagles win, or can the Titans pull off the upset with King Henry? As much as I love King Henry and Ryan Tannehill, I think the Phillies are just gonna, from uh, my good friend Jim Ross, stomp a mud hole in and walk it dry. Yeah, that thing. But yeah, I'll go with the Phillies, I think. Or the Eagles. Don't take my gimmick. Oh, I said Phillies. <laughs> my- you said the Phillies multiple times. Oh, I did the Phillies? I mean, you know, they're in. I mean, Phillies is just like a Philadelphia thing. So, I mean, any Philadelphia team could be the Phillies, right? Uh-huh. No, because the Sixers are the Sixers. 
I don't yeah, call it the Philadelphia Philly. Blah, blah. I don't call yeah, the but, Philadelphia 76ers the Phillies. Yeah, but you call them Philly. So they're yeah, like the, they're the, the Phillies. They're either the 76ers or the Sixers. As long as you don't call them the Philadelphia Phillies, I think you'd be fine. If you just – who cares? You're, you're taking the fucking Eagles. You're taking the Philly team. I'm taking um, the Philly team, yes. I will go with the Tennessee team. Bitch. Four, four and a half outside the the, bit, the uh, crucial number, so I'll take it. Uh, the Eagles run defense isn't that great. Um, I mean, kind of similar to what the Titans did against the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. Ground and pound, just kind of eat eat clock, you know, get a couple, possess, uh, you know, limit the possessions, get a couple stops, keep it close. Titans ha- have a legit shot because I think the Titans, I mean, they honestly could have won that game against the the uh, Cincy last week, but uh, game of the Titans, they're just always like undervalued. They're just always there, always a good team. Yeah, kind of in a shit division, so you don't give them their props, but uh, in these types of games, they just always seem to come up and uh, give me the Titans plus the points. I could see this being a close one and even the Titans winning outright as well. Then we got the the commies taking on the New York football Giants at the Meadowlands. So two teams kind of going in opposite directions. We're going to see these two teams play twice in four day, four weeks with a uh, bye week or three weeks. I forget. Bye week sprinkled in there for the commies, but the uh, these two teams are going to play two times very quickly. Uh, commies, two-point favorite on the road. Uh, long week for the Giants playing on Thanksgiving. Commies, good win against the Falcons, as I said. For like the thousandth time, one team going up while the other one's going down, but they're both playoff teams, Dominic. What do you think in this one? I mean, I think, you know, this may be a head scratcher for pick, but I'm going to go with the commies. I think uh, Daniel Jones, the, let's be honest, Shaquan Barkley can only do so much for the team. Um, so and I think the commies kind of have, you know, a little lesser like star power, but they have enough pieces to get the job done. So I think I'm gonna go with the commies. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. I think I'm going to take the commies minus the two, the, uh, the commies playing good ball. Taylor Heineke's a fucking dog, you know, ripping Zins and buying Jordans after every game. Uh, Giants. I, I mean, Saquon, as much as I love him, wish he'd do well for obvious reasons. He hasn't exactly been lightening it up these past few weeks. I mean, he's just kind of piling up points with possession uh, receptions and some touchdowns, but not having those monster running games like he was having earlier. And this is a really good Washington team that uh, is getting Chase Young back. So uh, I do like the Washington commanders in this one. So uh, moving on to another possible Super Bowl matchup, who knows, with the Miami Dolphins taking on the San Francisco 49ers in Santa Clara. Um, this is the the 49er bowl because just seeming like every former 40, 49er goes over to Miami for uh, to play with Mike McDaniels. Um, I, I'm very intrigued. I can't wait to watch this game. It should be a lot of fun. Dolphins high-flying, 49ers more ground and pound, great defense these last few weeks. Dominic, what do you see in this one? Well, by the way, 49ers favored by four in this one. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. I think the 49ers are going to run wild over them Dolphins because I don't know what the fuck's been going on this past couple weeks, but the Niners are just, you know, 
I don't know if it's CMC coming over, which he only played like only had like one good game, but I don't know if it's CMC or if it's um, Jimmy G or what, but whatever's going on, whatever they're eating, whatever they're drinking, whatever they're IV in into their arms, it's 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 working. So I'm gonna give it to the Niners. Okay, okay. Uh, similar to uh, what was the other game? The uh, Tennessee and Philly. I mean, Dolphins getting four points here. Dolphins, they're they're rolling offensively. 49ers rolling defensively. Usually, the uh, the good defense beats the good offense. But we saw what happened with San Francisco going up against Kansas City. Very similar style offense. You know, just so many weapons all over the place. Blah 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 blah. I will take the Dolphins plus the four but don't get me wrong i love this 49ers team i think they are a built for a possible super bowl run but uh the dolphins are clicking right now and maybe we can see a uh you know chink in the armor to where maybe those big you know spread offenses kind of beating the team with speed could be the way to uh, get to this 49ers defense because i mean they've been killing it so far but if you kind of look back at the teams they've been playing the offenses haven't exactly been that stellar you know the the Saints, my Saints have just been dog shit recently. And then, you know, no Kyler Murray, uh, Cardinals. So give me the Dolphins plus the four in a uh, intriguing matchup. Then staying with the NFC West, but not a very intriguing matchup. As we get the Seattle Seagulls traveling down south to the Los Angeles Rams to take on the Rams in a. Uh, we thought maybe this was going to be a fun game with the Seahawks coming upon coming coming along, but uh not so much anymore. The Rams sold their soul for that ring and just everyone's falling apart. No Matt Stafford, no Cooper Cup, no Allen Robinson. Seahawks favored by seven in this one, Dominic. What's gonna happen? Seahawks struggling a little bit, lost their last two. But well, uh, uh, I don't I don't think this is gonna I think Seahawks just gonna roll. Well, you know, Brandon, that I live in Washington, so I have to go with the Seahawks. And not the fact that Matt Stafford's out, Cooper Cup's out, and the Rams are just a fucking, you know, piss poor version of themselves from a year ago. So going with the Seahawks. Yeah, Rams are a shit show. Uh, defense was was decent. I mean, they were able to cover against the Chiefs last week. So I mean, that's something. That is something. But yeah, I gave the Seahawks uh, bouncing back. Maybe they're the Seahawks defense kind of. I mean, it's not that great, so maybe the Rams can kind of get something done. But, um, yeah, just give them the Seahawks minus a seven. I just have more faith in that team than the uh, Rams at this point. Then another fantastic game, AFC Championship rematch as we got the Kansas City Chiefs going to Cincy to take on the Bongos. Jamar Chase looking like he's going to be back. Kansas City, a slight two-point favorite on the road against the Bengals. Both teams have been humming. Dominic, fun matchup. High-scoring matchup, allegedly, at 53 points. This was the Jamar Chase show last time these two teams uh, met up in the regular season. He's coming back. What do you, what do you see can happen? What do you think's going to happen? So, I mean, the last time, both teams were different the last time. I mean, Mahomes had Tyreek Hill. Burrow had Chase, you know, so it, it it's kind of going to be, it's going to be a different game. I don't think it's going to hit the over. I think it's going to stay below 
It's going to be the under, as they say in gambling. If you guys didn't know that, we'll teach you guys good, some, good job, some, good job, some lingo. Um, I think I'll give the edge, sorry, Mr. X, to Kansas City just because I'm not – I just think they just – they're just going to – just, they're just going to win. I'm sorry. They're just going to win. I mean, it is in Cincinnati. And I think that gives them a little bit of a boost. Um, two points isn't isn't that much in Goblin. Like if it was three and a half, four, then I'd probably side with the Bengals. But I kind of see it like plus two is just kind of like, who do you think is going to just win the game? So as I said, Chiefs didn't do all that great against the, the banged up. Uh, Rams last week so maybe they're maybe it's a look ahead spot they kind of took the Rams for granted and just we're preparing more for the Bengals uh, Kansas City you know Patrick Mahomes revenge game I'm sorry Mr. X I'm gonna do it we're gonna we're gonna ride with the Chiefs which probably means the Bengals are gonna win so you should thank us later but I will go with the Chiefs minus the two as well so uh, moving on we get the Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego going to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Both teams coming off fantastic last-minute wins. Raiders a slight favorite at one against the Chargers over under at 49 and a half. Um, every time these two teams play, it seems like it's a wild shootout, fun game. Josh Jacobs, best running back in the league right now. Probably should have picked up that option. But, Dominic, you're not going to be a homer in this one, obviously. Your unbiased, objective opinion on this AFC West matchup. Well, something that you need to learn to do is be unbiased, Brandon, because you always, it's just sickening. So, um, you know, I've been going over the stats, you know. Crunching the numbers. Crunching a lot of numbers, the weather, what type of cleats they're wearing. Even though it's both these teams playing a dome, but it's okay. You know, just uh, just doing a lot of research. And I think I've come to the conclusion that the Las Vegas Raiders will win the game. Great, great, great. Love that analysis. I, I got to agree with you. Give me the Raiders minus the one. Um, I mean, Josh Jacobs, I think he's going to cook again. This uh, Chargers run defense is terrible. The Raiders defense, you know, it's kind of hit or miss. I mean, they just let Geno and the, the Seahawks just run all over them last week, and then they kind of shut it down, kind of clamped up later in the second half. But, uh, yeah, give me the Raiders an unbiased Opinion, Raiders going to win this game. Then the Sunday night matchup with the Indianapolis Colts traveling to Jerry's world to take on the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys a big, big favorite in this one, minus 10 and a half. Cowboys got the uh, long rest from Thanksgiving, while the Colts got a short rest coming off of Monday night. Don't know why you schedule it that way, but I'm not a I'm not in charge of that. Whatever. Take it up with take it up with the office. Dominic Colts, Cowboys. Who you got? Come on, Jesus Christ! You fucking over here touching the fucking computer. You can't unmute my mic. Gee, ow! Um, I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. <laughs> Great pick. Some might say that holds no value at minus five thirty, but who gives a hey, fuck? Hey, watch your fucking say? mouth. Who gives a fuck? But uh, I'll pos- go back to California. Fuck you. Please. I think this is a good teaser spot, though. Maybe it's going to go on the Tease Me Daddy Parlay, which hit last week's shout out. Uh, but but the uh, Dallas Cowboys minus 10 and a half. That's a big, big number. Kind of scares me a bit. I will take the Colts plus the 10 and a half, but I do like the Cowboys to win this game. Uh, so I would probably tease this down to 
Would that be four and a half? Still don't like it because I would rather be under three and a half or at three. But uh, give me the, give me the Colts plus the ten and a half. Keep it close. Jonathan Taylor maybe could uh, get some running going. And Matt Ryan, I mean Taylor two halves. He was kind of lightening up in the second half, but still wasn't enough. But um, I don't like it. But it's just kind of an on principle bet. Ten and a half. It's on the road, which scares me a little bit. But I'll take the bait. Fucking give me the Colts plus the ten and a half so then monday night football an nfc south showdown with my new orleans saints traveling to tampa bay to take on the buccaneers a bucks a three and a half point favorite despite well both of these teams are kind of going down the shitter but they both have a possibility of making the playoffs dominic bucks saints saints kind of have tom brady's number but then Three one earlier. Saints, wow, that was dog shit. The offense is dog shit. Put in Jameis Winston to give James a spark to this fucking Winston team. Does not eat crab legs. He only breaks his own. Uh, he loves crab legs so much so that he would risk his own life to steal them. He's a bitch. He doesn't deserve to be a starting quarterback. He's a bitch. He's a bitch. He's a bitch. Go with Tampa Bay. Okay, thank you for spelling out for us. But yeah, I'm going to give it Tampa Bay as well. Um, as my unbiased, un- you know, objective opinion, the Saints are dog shit. The offense is dog shit, and I don't know if they can really move the ball against the Tampa Bay defense, which isn't the best, but it's still a defense. And just give me the Bucks minus three and a half. Hopefully I curse them. I curse myself for the Saints to win the game outright, but I'm hoping for a big Alvin Kamara game and a big Rashad White game because I'm taking on the frenemy who doesn't fucking text us, doesn't fucking play video games with us anymore. So I'm going to fucking beat his yeah, ass. You fucking beat his fucking I, pre- I beat him. If I can beat him, you can fucking beat him. I, I pretty much don't want to jinx anything, but I pretty much have the playoff spot locked up. He's on the brink. He needs to win this game. So I'm going to yeah. butt fuck him. Yeah. I want to say, no, you fuck ain't you. making the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. You fuck him in the butt, Brandon. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah. So Alvin Kamara's yeah. going off. Rashad White's going off. Derek Carr's going off because I'm starting over that fucking rapist Deshaun Watson. Yeah, you fucking go, boy. We're winning. Get Swifties winning. Even That's though uh, DeAndre Swift's on the bench. But we'll talk some fantasy later because we do got a question about that in the fan mill segment because we're done with Dominic's pick. So let's get into that fan mill segment, otherwise known as. It's time for Senor. Wait, how do you say X in Spanish? I think it isn't X like not a thing in Spanish. I don't think it is because you know, Yahema, whatever. Uh, right? Eggies? Can we ask? Can we can we phone a friend? Ask ask the studio audience. Isn't well, X I'm asking. Not- her. She said she said that you said it. I said it. So, so it's Estora. I don't know. I'm trying to say in Spanish. I'm trying to be a preguntas. Uh, how do you say week? I've taken like four Spanish classes. I cannot remember anything. Can you can you, can you sing it? No. Oh damn. It's time for Nixon's questions of the week. But any friends? Oh, you want to try that again? You, you didn't get any friends in there. Pretty good. Uh yes. Can we try this again? And I can okay, also okay. pull up a Google. Google okay. Okay. Oh my! Oh, you you you're gonna gonna lead me in or just just just? Do okay, it? we're done with the NFL preview of week go. thirteen. Let's get into the fan mail segment, otherwise known as Mister X. And friends. Questions of the week. 
God damn it. Grammarly, I'm not signing in. I just want to type in and see what it says. God damn it. Don't show me the shit again. Thank you. Okay, here we go. Mr. X is. Yeah, shout out no free shout outs, Mr. X. And there we go. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Everybody, listen up. Mr. X and Nope, nope, not that one. Not that one. We want the Spanish <laughs> one. We want the Spanish. We do we want the feminine version or the masculine version? We'll go with the masculine version. Yeah. Don't want to, you know, assume gender, sir, but we'll go with the masculine version. Here we go. Okay. okay. Señor X y amigos, preguntas de la semana. Bum, bum. Hey. All right. Let's we're move going, over. We're, we're going international in Mexico, baby. Yes, we're gonna do this in Cancun in a couple of years. Watch. Hopefully, hopefully. So let's get into the and friends. Only one question so far, or one uh, segment of questions sent in so far. Josh hasn't sent us any questions recently. Hate to see it. He's a hardworking boy. He's been sending curveballs and chair shots, some things on the DMs, you know, about uh, yay, being yay, and some memes and stuff like that. But we got old Johnny Roca. He will never disappoint us. Sunday, Thanks, Johnny. December 4th is National Cookie Day. Oh, Uh-oh. I swear I swear to God, I read this earlier, but I didn't put two and two together. Okay. Shout out. Shout out to the cookie. Shout out. What is your favorite type of homemade cookie? Ooh, and also favorite. your favorite brand name cookie. Okay. Favorite homemade cookie. God, that's a fucking hard one. So um, first off, who are the cookies being made by? You, your brother, uh, studio audience, mommy, daddy, side piece. You know, I, I, I will say, and the studio audience will probably attest to this, the reason she fell in love with me. <laughs> was because my mother made some shortbread cookies in high school and she basically studio on basically ate half a tray i mean you beat that girl how you doing but um i will say if if i could recreate that's my butt stop kicking it if uh if i could recreate that recipe i would because those shortbreads were Fucking melt in your mouth, sugary dough, fucking goodness. So if I could recreate that shortbread, it'd be that shortbread. Okay, and for me, it is Christmas time, so I'm gonna go uh, with my aunt's Christmas sugar cookies. Amazing, they're in like little shapes, and there's sprinkles on them. It's amazing. Got to get that recipe so that I can make them and just eat a, a tray full of them. And then she also has these like they're kind of sugar cookies, but they also have like jelly filling inside but if i'm just gonna pick one i'm picking the sugar cookies because i'm a child and then favorite brand name cookie so with brand going, um not really like a big big cookie person in terms of like snacking but i was thinking of the uh give me like a pepperidge farm like chocolate chunk cookie yeah, not. I mean, if we're gonna go Petridge farms we go with the milanos i mean come on it, i mean is that a, is that a cookie that's a cookie Okay. I mean, I do like those. Maybe it's in the cookie in aisle. So it has to be a cookie. I kind of wanted to go Oreo, but I don't know if that's like too basic. Well, but th- that's what I was going to go with. I but think. But then I was like, oh, I like mint Oreos, but that was like regular Oreos or the stuffed or the gimmick Oreos. I think I talked about this. I was in a stage of just buying like all the gimmick Oreos for a little bit. Little chunk, I mean, little I, I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for those Oreo cakesters. If you're going to categorize them as a cookie, I'll go with the Milano cookie. Um, no, I'm going to go with the chocolate chunk, Pepper Farm. It's a, it's a more standard cookie. 
I think if I go down the cookie aisle, there's only two cook. There's two cookies that I will actually legitimately pick up. That will be the double stuffed Oreo. Which, if you're saying that's kind of basic, then we won't pay. I won't pick that. So then I will go with the um, Keebler. It's the I think it's a sugar cookie with M and M's in it. That one. Okay. You know okay. what I'm talking about? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So I'll go with that one. What about like an? It's it doesn't count because it's like an ice cream sandwich. That's an ice cream. Yeah. But I do like the cookie of the sandwich. I will like, say the cookies for if it's are pretty good. Yeah, I'll give give you that. Does Johnny? Does I never asked this. Does, does Johnny actually give his answers in it? Uh, so, oh, no. But sometimes I think he no. Because now I need to know what his cookies are. Because everybody needs to know what their friends and acquaintances' favorite cookies are. Yeah, everybody. Let when us it comes know to Christmas time, are. it's easy to send you know friend your send your friends some cookies. Hmm. Or co-host. Well, my co-host, I wish, was going to surprise me for Christmas, but I guess he doesn't. Hmm. He's not working. You know, he said that he was gonna, probably going to be working by then. And so well, he you know, shout out, the, shout, out, shout out the Pac-12 Network because I'm watching the Pac-12 championship game. Yeah, it's okay. You know, he's... <laughs> and by the way, oh, Dominic, my, I might be working by then, Dominic. I can't just, you know, commit to that. And, you know, he's not. Even and also, there's no way on God's green earth I am traveling during Christmas. I am not wow. dealing with that. I'm not worth it. That's, you're saying me, the studio audience, and the mascot are not worth it. Nobody's wow. worth it. Nobody's worth that hell of Christmas traveling, wow. which I've never experienced. I do not wish to experience. Wow. Dom, wow. do you want to experience Christmas traveling? I have. And? It's fantastic. Really? Yeah, you should try it sometime. You didn't wait in line, didn't have just people all yeah, over the that, place. Yeah, that's right. That's right. When we buy our house, you can't stay the night now. You have to get your own oh, hotel. Damn. Bitch. hate to see it anyways could continue all right so second question here's the fantasy football question who is that one fantasy football player that you still regret not drafting this season well johnny since you asked <laughs> i've had this one lock cocked and ready to rock because i still have the uh, picture of the cte draft board do not have your draft board i could look it up if i want to but um from that side of things from that team i'm like I suck, to be honest. I've lost the last five. Well, I did win last week, but I've lost five in a row. Don't have too many regerts in uh, in that one. But looking at the board here, mine has to be, without a doubt, in both leagues, in every single league I've played in, has to be drafting Kyle Pitts in the third round. I just, I thought he was going to take the next step. I thought he was going to, you know, break out and be the next Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, and he did not. We don't wish upon injuries, but when he got injured and I was able to drop him, it was like a relief, lifted off my shoulders, that I don't have to deal with that bullshit anymore. So now I'm bouncing between Foster Moreau and uh, Hayden Hurst. Shout out the Bengals. But uh, I wish I didn't take Kyle Pitts, but instead I wish I took Jalen Hurts because especially in that league, quarterbacks mean a shit ton. So I wish I'd taken Jalen Hurts instead of... Uh, what you gonna call it, Kyle Pitts? And for Dominic, I don't know if Dominic, do you have one ready to rock? Because I could give you my opinion on who you shouldn't have picked, but I should not have taken Mike Williams second round. Tell you that right we, now. We also said was a reach, but you didn't want to listen to us. Which with when the first week came with it was terrible, but those weeks coming after, you know, he did put up numbers for me because Keenan Allen was out, but now he's hurt, so it was kind of, you know, um, should not have taken Keenan Allen. I probably should have. Well. 
Keenan Allen was still on the board when I picked up Mike Williams. But um, okay, I so mean, you took Mike Williams late in the second round, which definitely was a stretch. But the wide receivers after that were Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, uh, T. Higgins, Deontay Johnson, A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown, and Michael Pittman. So probably A.J. Brown would be the person you would yeah. regret not drafting at that position. Yeah. But the one I was going to bring up is, and this is no no shade to you because we all agree this was the pick you should have made at number three. You took Jonathan Taylor for whatever reason. That, Najee Harris. Oh, went, oh, you mean my first round pick? Najee Harris went one one. Then Josh Allen. You, now that hindsight is twenty twenty, which is what we're doing right now. You should have taken Austin Eckler because Austin Eckler is being an absolute fucking dog, just catching every single pass Justin Herbert yeah. goes his way. And uh, also, you know, Stefan Diggs was in there as well. But yeah, you know, but shouldn't have taken Jonathan Taylor, but consensus one of the worst uh, first round picks. But he has brought it up recently, but then he traded him and you got what Chris Olave and Dalvin Cook for him. So I think he made he made out which which them two have come in clutch on a couple weeks for me. So I'm not I'm, I'm happy with the trade. So uh, that is it for that one. Then the last question is something you can answer for each other. If you had to rename your co-host based on their looks and what they look like, what would their new name be? Example, (laughs) John looks more like a Matthew to me. They should have named him Matthew. So I probably should have looked at this question, screened this question beforehand so I could really get a gauge on what Dominic new name should be. I can't see me because I'm in the dark. Oh, God, Jesus. I'm in the dark. But Dominic, you know, with the long hair and the beard. The big dick. And a huge dick. Maybe trying to go with more of like a, trying to think of what's like a, a biker name. Like, what's a biker name? Just like a hard edge metal dude who does Uh, drums. Call me. uh, Call me. Nicely that we're on the dark now. Love to see yeah. it. But now Dominic's more in the dark than I am. I think you look but, more but like uh she, she lit a candle. Hmm. Okay, but don't oh that's hot. Call me Gangrel. Um Dominic's new name. I'm trying to think of your name. Is gonna be the question, the question, studio audience is: If I got to rename Brandon and Brandon got to rename me, what would we name each other? I'm gonna wait for your response before I have two names. One's a legit serious one, and one's gonna be a funny one. If you want to piss me off, so no, you'll Jebed- Jebediah. Dominic's new name's Jebediah. You're dead to me, you motherfucker. He looks like a Josh. Ah, no, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Uh, first off, my brother's name is Joshua. All right. So if you're trying to go down that route, it's I, I'm not name. trying to be rude. I think I think to me you you could pull off a Josh. What does yeah. a Josh look like? A bitch. Oof. Oof. My funny one was gonna be Sean. How was that funny? I think it's hilarious. Hi guys. You know why? Sean you here. Know you know why? Hmm. Maybe a Jake. You look like a Jake. It's a real name. That's that's a maybe real a one. Christian. I think a Dominic, just like kind of a, just like a, a white person name, kind of just kind of fits you. I think Dominic does fit you. You could be Dominic. Like maybe it could be Dominic. I was gonna be Harley, or maybe 
Brianna. Maybe not Brianna. No, I think it was more. Well, my dad wanted to be Harley, but my grandma, my white grandma, didn't want me to be named after fucking bike. So I think maybe Brianna was the other one. Brianna. Shout out Brianna. Best prom date of all time. You, what? If you were a girl, they were going to name you Brianna? Maybe. If I self-identified as a female. <laughs> I'm just, you said Harley or Brianna. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, obviously, if I was going to be a female, all right, Dom, like that, that was self explanatory. Don't have to spell everything out for you. What was your female name going to be? Uh, Dom they, they never thought of one. They, because they saw that they saw the, the uh, ultrasound, saw, saw this huge cock. was like, oh, yeah, they, he's, they, a, he's a Dominic. They saw the penis before even the ultrasound happened, and they were like, oh, it's a boy. They're like, Dominic. So, but. But yeah. Anyways, I know we're doing this early, but uh, did Mr. X send in any questions? He did. Oh, look at that. He fucking did. That's my fantasy. There it is. All right. <clears throat> Gotta get in character. Hang on. <clears throat> All right. Happy belated turkey day. Well, gobble, gobble to you. Gobble, gobble. Is there any real interest in the World Cup? And after the U.S. and England ended in a draw, should something be done to resolve having a game and in a tie, especially in the World Cup? Uh, you know, your boy barely watches soccer. I know Brandon barely watches soccer, even though he's probably going to say, oh, Dominic, I watch it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I do like the fact that they can end in a draw because it's not really like, you know, winning helps you, but it's also the goals. So like, I like the fact that, you know, you may end in a draw, but because it's a two, two and you can lose the next game, but because you scored two more goals and the other team didn't like you still can advance. I like that concept of it. So I'm okay with the ties. Yeah. The, the ties, I mean, it sucks, but I don't think you want to go into extra time. We have to play another half hour of possible scoreless football and then you gotta hit the penalty kicks and do all this other shit so you know in group play i'm perfectly fine with the draws but then once we get to the knockout stages uh then that's when you get the extra time and the, and the penalty kick so yeah. i don't hate them i mean yeah it sucks especially like when they're just scoreless draws but um and as dominic said they kind of like work itself out with the goal differentials and all that other good fun stuff but there is i USA, think baby they, go USA and Portugal that's going to be the that's going to be the final but I think there is maybe it's just like our time difference because since we're on the west coast like the early early game started at two kind of I don't really I have been watching that many like the only games I've really watched have been the USA games the Portugal games and then I watched uh some or maybe like half of the uh, Mexico Argentina game but because of kind of the time difference and a lot of the games being early I don't like go out of my way to like wake up and watch them but um now that we're in the knockout stage, I'm going to make more of an effort to watch the games, like waking up early tomorrow to watch USA Netherlands and then Argentina's playing af after that. So, you know, now that we're kind of in the thick of it, yeah. I will start watching. Okay. Brandon, Mr. this X. isn't a question directed towards you, but no. it's just. I thought it know. was special. No, <laughs> never. <laughs> he only talks to me, not you. If you had a million dollars right now, which team would you bet all of it on? That would sign that will sign Aaron Judge. Um, I think I, I think I'll give it. I think I'll give it to the Giants. Still, I think I'll put my money on the Giants to win it. To to win him, to to sign him. There we go. 
Well, as I said, right now the favorites to sign him are the Giants. So that would be negative money. I don't know. I'm not like in the thick of it to like where the where the inside sources are leaning. So if I were to pick one, and if I just were gifted a million dollars and it doesn't have to, you know, it's not my money, so I don't have to like if I lose it, it's whatever. I think I'd give it give me the uh, give me the Yankees, you know. Technically, from an odds perspective, it I get more of a profit. You're just and, trying to win money. You're actually gambling. You're not just. I'm I'm trying know. to you know play the odds. You know, I, I bet the million dollars. If I bet the Yankees and the Yankees do it, I win. I don't know whatever it'd be like a million, two thousand, you know, two hundred thousand. Or if I but if I bet the Giants, it would be like nine hundred something thousand. So just kind of playing the odds, and I think it is much more closer than what those odds suggest. So give me the Yankees, but I think it is just between those two teams. Okay. In. Oh, sorry. Hang on. Mr. X's NHL update. Do, 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 do. In NHL news, the Boston Bruins have the best record in the league at 18 and four and remain atop the Atlantic. New Jersey still rules the Metropolitan Division. In the West, Dallas leads Essential with Colorado and Winnipeg tied for second. In the Pacific, Vegas remains in first. Seattle, who struggled in their inaugural season, currently sit in second behind the Golden Knights. The Boston Bruins have set a new NHL record by winning their 12th home game in a row to start the season. The previous record was 11 set by Chicago in the the 1963-64 season and was equaled by Florida last season. In Saturday news, legendary Toronto Maple Leaf Borg, Borg... Salaman and NHL Hall of Famer passed away this week at age 77. Peace, peace. And I'm going to throw this in there because there's no news of it. Uh, quack, quack. Quack, quack, motherfucker. Also, uh, T's and P's to uh, what Gaylord Perry. He yep, passed away. Yep. Gaylord Perry, rest in peace. Um, that's pretty much it. That's all I got. Yep, okay. Will Survivor Series War Games be a fun watch with teams involved and rich War Games match? Have the better storyline. Ow, storyline uh, as it plays out, the men's or the women's. Well, this is kind of a, you know, little dated. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a, a theme that he sent these in last week. Do we have two batches uh, of Mr. X's questions? Or is November this 25th. A... That would be last week. Good job, Dominic. Yes. yes. But uh, what, was, what was the exact question? I know it's dated. Uh, well, as far as series where will be fun to watch with the teams involved and which uh, War Games has a better storyline, men, men and women's. Okay, so I'll answer that in the past tense to where I think I thought it was a fun war games. Like I thought, you know, the men's one was much more storyline driven, while the women's one was much more of a spot fest. Um, the men's ones I, I liked a lot more. And um overall I thought Survivor Series was a solid show. I hope they keep doing it, but I kind of want them as Triple H said in his press conference that it's not an annual thing to where it's always Survivor Series is war games. You yeah. find it organically and you can splice in whenever. I know it is war games is a tough one because of the two rings and the layout and tickets and all that stuff. So that one's it's harder for war games than any of the other gimmick matches. But if we you know if we don't see it next year, but we see it the year after, I'm perfectly fine with that. I agree. I think uh I didn't watch a lot of it because we were doing things, but um you know, I will say I agree. I kind of like the men's just because that's and honestly, I don't give a fuck about anything else. I just wanted the story that they're trying to develop with Cam, uh, Sam, Sammy and Kevin is what I'm interested in with the ongoing story with the bloodline uh, in general. So, um, you know, I thought it was pretty good. And the women, I mean, the women's was still good, but it just, like you said, it was kind of just all over the place. So, um, 
Going on to the next question. Is the BCC done or is it a transitional period now? I don't know. I mean, we haven't really gotten a full-fledged answer on that. Uh, Danielson was wearing BCC gear. Maybe that was just him, you know, didn't want to reach deep in his pockets or in his, uh, you know, gym bag to find something else. But, you know, uh, Claudio and Weirdly Udo were together last uh, this week. But maybe they'll be, like, loosely associated. But, you know, calling it the Blackpool Combat Club without William Regal, I don't think that's going to happen. So I think they'll still be together, but I think the Blackpool Combat Club is done. Okay, going on to the second to last question. Well, it's the last question, but we have a statement afterwards. The last question is, are the elite just participating in just some friendly trolling, or are they being dicks for these little jabs of punk? I think they're legitimately being dicks. I think uh, I think this is just their way of, you know, they're, they're trying to make light of the situation, but uh, I know punk's not taking it as... Like, ah, uh, these, these, he's gone. These guys are fucking assholes, not all uh, these assholes. So I think, I think it's, they're being, I think they're trying to make fun of the situation, but they're beating dicks. Yeah. I think they like, it kind of proves just CM Punk's point about, about them, um, you know, being very passive aggressive and, you know, make it, having it be jokes, but then you also kind of know it's not jokes. And we don't know whether they're, um, what was their, official titles whatever executives we don't know if they're executives still or not and as as much as like i find it entertaining i think it's funny i also like roll my eyes and i'm like okay guys are we we really doing this we're in chicago and you're like doing all these different jabs and stuff like if you did like once and like just acknowledge it get out of the way like that's fine but then they just kept going back to and doing the gts and the fucked up buckshot and all other stuff it's like i I mean, as I said, when it all happened, everybody's in the wrong. Nobody looks good in this situation. And, you know, I think the elite just kind of showing their ass in this one. All right. And the little statement, which might bring a tear to my eye. Whew. I have to talk about the unexpected passing of the greatest Power Ranger of all time, Jason David Frank, a.k.a. Tommy Oliver. I was 10 years old when Power Rangers debuted when I was 10 and I watched it from day one. I was a Red Ranger fan until I saw the Green Ranger debut during the Green with Evil story arc. From then on, it was a Green Ranger or nothing. In my opinion, the greatest moment in history of the show is when he finally joined the team. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I've mentioned this on other posts, but green is my favorite color to this day because of that character. Next show will be the 30th anniversary of the series, and to not have him a part of that celebration will be heartbreaking for all his fans. Rest in power, JDF, and may the power protect you forever. Um, I will say I cannot agree more. He was my favorite. I I I, I literally the same kind of the same storyline or same you know memories was I I loved the Red Ranger. Oh, Red Ranger. Oh, he's so badass. And the second I saw that green, I was like, fucking, he got a dragon. It's a fucking dagger. He plays the fucking dagger, and this dragon comes on the water. It's fucking amazing. Um, but to have him, you know, think people go through things and, you know, it, it, it's sad that, you know, he can just talk about it or, you know, you work through it or, you know, find, find a healthy way to get 
you know, through his issues and stuff and mental health is, is, is a fucking beast of an, of just a beast. So Jason, David Frank, the greatest power ranger of all time. Miss you brother. Beautiful. Beautiful. Don't really got much to say. Uh, Tease and peace. I don't have the same connection that you guys do, but obviously I understand. I see just, I mean, even before we passed away, like I knew the green ranger was like mostly everyone's favorite. And he held a special place in a lot of people's hearts. Sorry, Dominic must be uh, going through an emotional breakdown right now, thinking about it, and it's understandable. But um, I believe that is the end of Misdirection's questions, unless he did send in a last batch of second questions. Where, you know, we'll get to it next week, and then we're just going to continuously be a week behind on Misdirection's questions. Who knows? Dominic, are you still there? You yes, know? we're having some... some uh technical issues back in san lorenzo so we're just trying to sort that out real quick um he he did not send anything in yet um we can recap in a few minutes just to make sure that uh you know we are we are doing this fairly early like usually we wouldn't even it would be an hour from now when we normally would start so um all good all good mr x you know um but anyways, let's get on to the wrestling. Nothing uh, too much really to, to go over. Um, Dominic, any other final thoughts since we last talked? We had a full gear and Survivor Series, I believe. Any Anything about what's going on uh, with those those two shows? Both, you know, pretty good shows. I think overall Survivor Series was maybe the maybe the better show just it based on it. The show. Just because it was, you know, much tighter and had the, the fantastic men's war games match. I mean... AW just hasn't been the same. So, you know, and definitely AEW has been, been struggling recently in the, uh, the numbers from this week's uh, dynamite, not great, not great. Um, Kind of a, a pattern on them to kind of have this, you know, post Thanksgiving, uh, December kind of lulled, but overall just the product, not exactly in a good place right now. So hopefully with MJF being the champ and that being like the storyline going forward, maybe they can boost some numbies, but let's get into the AW full gear talk. We got Moxley started off cutting a, just a generic promo, not really like saying anything. And then before he can really get into it, if he was going to say anything, hang man returns and they get into a brawl. Uh, I thought it was a good brawl. Thought it was intense. The crowd was into it. Um, don't know. What this well, I think the future means it's gonna be Moxley and Hangman. Um should be should be fun. It, it is kind of weird, like where Hangman is like his anger is gonna come from. Like it was an accident. It's in the heat of battle. I can see he wants revenge, but I don't want him to kind of come off as like a, a sourpuss in this, which I'm a little fearful of. Well, I think that I'm not the only one who does not want to see this again. I don't like how people lie and say, oh, this is a great, great matchup. I mean, don't get me wrong. The match would be fine, but I just don't want to see this feud anymore ever again, actually. So. Yeah, fuck them. Then we get Brian Danielson defeating Dax Harwood in a a singles match. That was a good match for the sake of having a good match. Uh, kind of, as I said earlier, they had the, uh, 
you know, it was kind of storyline driven with Moxley. Do and... you believe in life after love after love? You're good. Dominic, how much of that beer have you had? Oh, I'm not drunk. I'm just being annoying to the studio audience. Oh, okay. That's nice. That's nice. I only had one can, so. I just I keep muting myself and I keep singing that song and then she keeps trying to unmute it. So so I would go so I would sing on air. So I just decided just to do it. Anyways, uh Danielson and Dax have a, a match for the sake of having a match. Nobody hurts so can ask for, right, Dominic? Hey, that's all you can ask for, buddy. I mean, why do I want to see a tag team wrestle one of the greatest wrestlers of all time? I mean, I mean one half of a tag team. Wrestle one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Why would I want to see that? I don't know. I don't know. Especially when that that tag team wrestler just all, loses all of his singles matches, except for the one time he wrestled his tag team partner. Exactly right. Exactly. Uh, then we get Samoa sense. Samoa Joe defeating Ar Fox for the TNT title. Who the fuck uh, is Ar Fox? Well, Where'd okay, they sign Dom, him? D- Dominic, we were not taking some Ar Fox slander. He's a talented guy, but I agree. Why are they signing him? Um, just another body on a bloated roster. Samoa exactly. Joe gets the dub ski, and then Wardlow cuts a promo. Uh, Wardlow looking real sexy in his winter gear, but nothing really of substance in that promo. You're going to look like that one day, buddy. Don't worry. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Can't wait. I'm going to grow like eight inches and be fucking jacked. Bald? He's going to look bald? Sure. Wow. That was an unnecessary shot. It was not. I know it was not necessary. I, I, I'll, pop, I'll, I'll put power. Pow, pow. All right. Then we get the... Oh, yeah. uh, the main angle, the main piece of this show was MJ. Jay Cargill? No, oh. that might have been your main piece of the show. But uh, MJF gets introduced by Sir William Regal, unveils the big Burberry belt. And uh, MJF just doubles down on being a heel. Yada, yada, yada. Clocks Regal in the back of the head. So no more Regal and MJF, possibly Regal on his way out to go back to Daddy Trips to say war games. But um, Dominic thoughts on this segment and just kind of overall these last couple of weeks and the match itself with MJF being the new champion and how they've uh, you know portrayed him. Well, what I don't understand is he was so trying to be a good guy and not be a bad guy with the what, what what's malcolm bivens group called the firm the firm he was trying not to be with the firm after the firm won him the the the, the casino royale thing it's like oh this and that oh my god i'm trying to be good and then next thing you know real and regal turns and helps him win makes no sense and then for for him to come and now beat William Regal. Well, it didn't beat him, but you know, hit him in the back of the head to just put him out. It makes no fucking sense. Um and to to it, it, nothing makes sense anymore, Brandon. This is AEW. Th- this is what happens when you have too many hands in the pot. Too many people want to go one way, other people want to go the other way, and it just nothing makes sense anymore. I, I kind of get it to where like the granular details and step by step of, OK, what was that past month of television we just watched? And then now it culminates to this. They haven't ex- exactly explained that all too much. And AEW hasn't done a good job at kind of explaining things beat for beat, which in one hand is like, OK, because WWE, I think 
went back in the Vince era, kind of went so far in one realm to where it's like, okay, we get it. We don't need a like tenth video package of Raw on Raw like the opening segment, but um, mm. yeah, I, I think it's just more like MJF used Regal, discarded him once he didn't need him anymore. Now he's like ultra mega heel, but now that I uh, I'm like I could just fucking mute you. So it's not me; it's fucking her. Okay, you're, so she's the one saying meow in your voice. Well, I keep saying meow, and then she keeps fucking unmuting and unmuting it. Any hoops. Meow. Um, <laughs> as I said, I think the the MJF stuff is it's kind of hard to put that genie back in the bottle of what he was a year, two years ago. So now you're kind of going on an uphill battle and now maybe just kind of cools him off in general. I, I don't know, but um, in, intrigued to see where the MJF now they were kind of behind all that bullshit to kind of see where he goes from here. But uh, see, I want to I want to. I want to put blame on Chris Jericho because there was an interview where Jericho said that he thinks MJF will be the, one of the biggest heels of all time. And I think it was because of that statement. It's not going to happen now. Thanks, Chris. Uh, then we get to Willow and Nightingale defeating Anna Jay um, in, in a solid match. You know, Willow getting a little bit of a push right now and get some good reactions. And then Ruby Soho returns, and she beats up on Ty Mello. So uh, nice to see Ruby Soho back. Great. And uh, yeah, that's uh, good for them. And then we stick in the women's division as Dominic's apparently his main piece yeah. of the show, his favorite part of the show, was money, the Jade, money, money. Jade Cargill Championship Celebration. They kicked out the underrated Kira Hogan. And uh, now Jade is feuding with Bow Wow. So there's that. Does that mean Kara Hogan's going to come and dethrone Jade? Maybe, maybe. Bow Wow said he has like something up his sleeve or he's not done with her. And I don't know what that means. Um, maybe we get a, a Snoop Dogg appearance and then Snoop Dogg brings out uh, Sasha Banks. Maybe. Probably oh not. Oh my but... God. I would, f- I would cry. I would cry. Dominic wouldn't know what to do with himself. Well, he he knows what he's going to do to himself, but he just doesn't know what to do with himself. Well, I would cry because Sasha should never go to AW. AW is the minor leagues. Why do you want to go from the majors back to the minors? Stupid. Stay in the big leagues where the players play in the pimpers. Pimp. Pimp. All right. Then in the main event, we get the elite defeating the Angulo de la Muerte in the best of seven series, uh, breaking up the 2-0 victory. So now uh, Diangolo, Triangolo de la Muerte has the uh, 2-1 advantage. I'm glad the elite won. We don't get the cliche 3-0 lead and come back in game seven, blah, 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 blah. So I think it makes the, the rest of the feud, the rest of the series more interesting. We get a, a two-week break or a week break as we're not going to get this match, fourth match until uh, mid-December so. Uh, all three matches have been fantastic. Ooh. And uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of worried that this kind of, you know, it kind of gets a little repetitive and kind of boring, which I think it is teetering on that. I mean, we're already three matches in and I'm just going to assume we're going to the seventh, the seventh match, but you know, matches have been good. If AEW wants to be the best company, what they need to do, have it go to match seven. Elite's about to pull it out. And then you hear cult of personality come out and you think it's punk and it's not punk. It's just nothing. It's just music. They get distracted and everyone's like, Oh my God, it's punk. Oh my God. And then nothing happens. And then 
they're literally they they're they almost lose the match and then out of nowhere punk comes out of the crowd gts kenny omega and screws them out of the trio's tag titles just saying i don't think we're gonna see cm punk on AEW television ever again damn that sucks hate to see it hate to see it uh hate to see that this is the end of the show I'd love to see it's the end of the show. I know, because Dominic is a busy bee, apparently. He has so many things to do. Yeah, I got to go play Warzone, bro. Yeah, I got to uh, reuse my chili bowl and make some nachos what? out of it. What? 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 Anyways, that'll do it uh, for us for today. Do not plug the socials when we did the, the questions. But if you want to follow us on social media, Curveballs and CS on Twitter and Instagram, CS at gmail.com if you want to send it a question, just like Mr. X does. Um you never answered Big Fluff's question, you motherfucker. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Sorry, 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 sorry. And I actually did I did have an answer to that. But so let's go back in time. So we do have a question. <laughs> Mr. X is... Uh, actually, hold on. Hold on. I still, have, still have it up. We'll do the feminine version. Okay. Señor X y amigas preguntas de la semana. Ooh, All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, settle down, Siri. Uh, we got... A Ow. Big Fluff 13 question. Seriously. Brandon, are you married yet? Asking for a friend. Well, Big Fluff 13, no, I am not married yet. But okay. there may be a, uh, you know, might be a new woman in my life after what? I went to, uh, after I went to uh, my stepmom's house. Apparently, oh. allegedly, uh, the, the stepmom has a friend who has a kid. And apparently everyone was saying she liked me. So, you know, shout what? out. Well, okay, wait, hang on. Okay, I don't, I'm not saying like that, but, you know, they, they were like making they were like making jokes, you know, shout, shout out Heather. And um, oh. um, I forgot what the kid's name is. Wait, oh, oh, shout Heather out. is not the kid. No, Heather is not the kid. It's like a because oh. I was like, you know, I was playing with the kid, entertaining the kid. And whoa, okay. How old is this uh, kid? Seven? Like four. Like four. Like four. Oh, okay. I'm not going to be the stepdad. I'm going to be the dad that stepped up. <laughs> so there you go. I was really hoping that it was going to be like an 18, 19 year old girl and you're going to go on a date or something like that, but it's a fucking four year old. <laughs> no, I'm talking. No, I'm talking about the mom. The, oh, there's, how the, the mom? there's like she's 31, I think. I believe. Ah. It's okay. You like, you anyway. like a good cougar, buddy. Meow. Anyway, asking for the studio audience, is she a good person? Uh, where's the daddy? Uh, in the picture? Well, from from her, what she said is she has a terrible taste in men. So Oof. I would assume the dad is uh, not that great of a person. Well, we can't wait to meet her. Yep. Can't wait. Just just shoot your shot, dog. All right. Next next Thanksgiving, I'll shoot my shot. To hook him up with the Brian's got the hookup. Uh, he has Cynthia. It's fine. Cynthia. Shout out Cynthia. Cynthia, right? Carlos, Cynthia. Carlos, the one in Richmond. Cynthia is the one in. Well, originally, yeah, she's in SAC now, but. Yeah. Ooh, SAC. Maybe a stepdaddy. Mm? Big daddy. Slide through. Okay, that is it, everybody. Look. Well, that is it, everybody. Yeah. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Click on the links and follow us on all the socials. Maybe which I know we'll live stream some Fortnite. Maybe we'll live stream some Fortnite if I don't, you know, cry myself because the USC lost, but they're not going to lose. Amen, brother. So let's move on and just end the podcast. Goodbye and good night. Uh, bye bye. <laughs>